Hello, welcome to this issue Engage podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Jamie. And it's that time of year again. It's my birthday episode. And as it's me, we're doing, uh, one, or actually I should say inspired by a Space Talk YouTube video of the same name, which we'll link down in the um, blurb. Thank you, Jamie. Um, we're ranking all the enterprises and we're ranking 15 of them because yeah. I'm mad. Yes, you are I mad. really am mad, but there's... And, and this is technically 14 our canon one isn't, but I don't care if you're going to do the F, you might as well do the Yorktown because the race, well, because yeah. why not? It's fine. It's so if you don't see the Yorktown as canon, ignore it, but we're doing it. Yeah, we're just doing it. <laughs> so. Bear with me, this is a huge long list, but this is every ship you could possibly think with the name Enterprise that is in Star Trek, isn't it? We, we, yeah. we didn't miss a beat at all. Didn't hold back. So we have the Enterprise NX-01 NX-Class, the SS Enterprise NX-01 Refit, also known as the Columbia Class. We also have the uh, USS Enterprise NCC-1701 Disaccaprise. So the one seen in Discovery and Strange, Strange New Worlds. Worlds. We actually have the original Connie from the original series. I am already cutting corners because it will be here forever. We've got the Enterprise A, so the refit, Constitution refit. We've got the Excelsior refit, so the Enterprise B. We have the Enterprise C, which is the Ambassador class. Enterprise D, which is the Gantis class from Next Gen. Enterprise E, Sovereign class from Films. The Enterprise F from what will be, well, which will appear in Picard season series season three, and came from um, Sashkin Line, Odyssey class. Yeah, um, the refit, which is Yorktown class, the one that isn't actually canon, but why not? In for a penny. Yep. Do you want to do the last few, Jamie? Yeah, is that right? Yeah. Um, the uh, obviously the Enterprise J Universe class um, from the, Enterprise. Yes. Uh, the um, Enterprise. Well, obviously, seventeen oh one Kelvin timeline. The oh uh, nine film. Const- they all Constitution class. Uh, then you've got the uh, refit from Into Darkness. And then you've got the uh, A. I mean, can you miss Enterprise A from Star Beyond? Yeah. <clears throat> Now, we must also point out... Oh, yes, I must also say thank you for the birthday messages and thank you, Jamie, for your one that you've done and my birthday presents and whatnot. There you go, before I forget, because... Happy birthday, Si. <laughs> As ever, we're not doing it on my birthday around it. We're doing it just before, which is why it's a bit weird, but yep. thank you anyhow, and I appreciate it. Also, also, also... We've also got slightly different criterias, just to make life more, more interesting. Do you want to explain your one? Because you know, to be fair, we don't actually know what each has gone for, beyond minus a couple of... Yeah, maybe like the top or bottom. Uh, but uh, Simon has ranked his you know, a, a percentage of out of 10, um, which is what he did. Yeah, I'll go into mine in a minute once yeah. you've explained yours. Mine is literally just... What's my favourite ship? I've just ranked it. I haven't given it out of ten or anything like that. I've just put what my favourite ship is and and the reasons why why I've put it in that position. Yeah, I I did the out of ten or out of hundred whatever because 
Mr. He usually does it, and then he kind of went, yeah, actually, I didn't bother this time. And it's like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> because yeah, I, I wanted to try and standardise it, and yeah. it kind of didn't happen. Um, so what I've put in mine is racing the amount of 10% equals racing the amount of 100. Um, but there is a caveat attached to it, as it I won't be rating them below a certain point because they've all been loving, live, uh, lovingly designed by people who are passionate about their craft and spent countless hours creating what we see on screen, so they will deserve some respect. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then my other criteria was how they perform in Starstruck Bridge Commander and Starstruck Online ones that I've played, and it has to look fast, very even moving, makes, makes you want to command them. And if you've listened for long enough, you already pretty much know what's going to be at the top for me. Because if you if you know Dream Crew, if you listen, because that episode's ancient, that one's... I think we're going to redo that at some point, aren't we? It's so old. But if you listen to that, yeah. you kind of hear a good inkling of what I'm going to choose for first. But we'll get there. Um... We've got 15 ships here, but I've got quite a few joints, so actually mine's going to start off about 12. Okay, interesting. Interesting. And what we'll do is we'll take turns, so maybe you start and then I'll do it, yeah. and we'll do it internally. Yeah, okay, so uh, I don't think it'll be anyone's surprise who's listening, because I think mostly most people would agree. Uh, at the bottom, at number 15, uh, my least favourite is the NCC 1701J. Universe and I agree. Class. Mine's the same. I mean, you know, I know you only see it obviously on a schematic, but it's not even that. It's on a, it's on a monitor. <laughs> it's not even. Let's get. Sorry. Let's get an image up because I have pulled some images up and we have thoughts. Let's just say, and I have an awful lot of thoughts. Is that one. I, don't, I can't even tell if that's the bottom right. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, I mean, just the design of, I mean, the saucer section just looks horrible. And what they've added there at the front, I mean, I think you said it to me perfectly. They've added too much extra stuff, even for a futuristic ship. Do you, do you want me to take over for a bit? Yeah, if you want like to. Reasoning? Yeah. Because I'm sure I'll cover an awful lot of ground. Starship is too oversized, going from the absurd to the ridiculous. Yeah. And the cells are too spindly. It's a CGI blob. With actually no definition. They designed it like this, so the deflector in the source section, so that there is a design line between it and the Enterprise NX-01 as to not confuse the audience because of Enterprise. But I think they should have gone with Alternate Congo class as it's far more consistent with the evolution of the USS Enterprise design line it's established in canon. Um... For a group shot in the uh, ship's line Canada from 2005, Doug Trex combined the Enterprise J source with the with a secondary hull of a concept ship named Delta class, uh, which he called the Conga class. I would love to comment further, but it's never been ha- never had any screen time. It's only been seen in the back background on the monitor. Because didn't he have another design for it? But they didn't go with it, did they? That one. Like, it's just, that is just perfect. That's that, exactly what I want. Yeah, like, see, I want that a... looks actually looks quite nice, and I could go with that. But the other one, as you say, warp nacelles just look... It feels, just feels out of proportion with the saucer section and even the nacelles. I mean, even the, like, the warp nacelles, they look too thin. Well, it's the same with this one, but it looks a bit more in proportion. Yeah. 
Um, I've looked at my list and I actually I've got a joint 12th. So I have the Enterprise J and I also have, because this gets really confusing, I have the refit from the Kelvin timeline. So the one with the ex exaggerated warp impulse engines. Uh, which which movie was that one? Into Darkness. <laughs> oh, I love it. Looks like a, it's a classic. I don't think it's a thing. For I'm me. actually really glad you said that because actually that's my next one, number 14. <laughs> that's actually my next one. Um, and I said, I hate the stretched out impulse engines, but I love the moving inlets and the warp nacelles. I, I loved that from the moment we saw it in the cinema. Oh, yeah. Overall, I detest this ship. It was structurally weakened just so that it could be destroyed at the beginning of Star Trek Beyond, which is a fate no ship should face. Refit Kelvin, structurally weakened. Oh, okay, I said that. You don't design a ship to destroy it. You don't purposely make it weak where it can get destroyed. Oh, that I mean that's me. just an inherent. I mean, yeah, to do that just to for the sake of the plot, it's just ridiculous. It's like it's like an inherent design flaw. You don't make any shit, no matter what exactly, it looks yeah, like. Exactly. Terrible. No. So for me, just which I, is why it had to go in that same position. So they both got four out of ten, so forty out of a hundred for me. Okay. So not great, but I had like as I said, they've all been designed by someone. And they spent a lot of loving time. In the heart and soul into it, so I had I wanted to put something in there. I did, I, I couldn't in my heart of hearts put it down to three, two, one, no, or no. zero and zero. But those two, oh, they bother me no end. Because at least the J that was designed to be a future, future, future ship, but it wasn't designed to be blown up in two seconds flat. Unlike, Whereas unlike no. the refit, no. as I said, that for me is number fourteen. So we're definitely on the same wavelength with these first couple. So I kind of put them yeah. even Stevens. So that's that's my joint twelves mm. because they bother me for different reasons. Because what I like about the kind of next gen Voyager Deep Space Nine era is they weren't too far flung. What always bothered me a certain degree is once you go further further into future, the warp scale just gets ludicrous. Like, 9.6, that's still fast, but it's not stupidly kind of, oh, we can go wherever, wherever the hell we like. I always thought the Connie went faster than it should have done. I mean, the original Connie, I always thought that... Well, that was a different warp scale. Yeah. We've had that discussion before. Whereas by the time you get to kind of the J and it's kind of, you know, even like all good things stuff, you're going like warp 12 and that sort of thing. Like, like I think they were talking about, actually in the beginning of Picard season three, Oh, 9.999. And it's just like... <laughs> really? Like, at least 9.6, like, there's still room for improvement. It's not that... Um. So what? So well, we've done your 14 then. Unless yeah. there's anything else you want to add to it. No, not really. You said everything I wanted to say, so... Are we doing my 11? Yeah, which will be my 13. <clears throat> so, for 11... I'm actually going for the Kelvin A. Oh. Okay, I like the A Kelvin overall, but it goes too far the other way to refit, because I find it too blocky. I'd love to comment further, but I can't, as it, it hasn't any screen time. 
But that being said, I'd love to get an Egomos model of this, this starship so that I can get closer to it and compare it to the others. So with this one, where's this one? It's just, just too blocky, too... Hmm. I can just kind of say what you mean. It's just a kind of rectangular blob. Right. <laughs> so that for me is a little bit further up, but no, no, I can definitely see what you mean. But I can't really comment further because we see it on the screen for 30 seconds. Yeah, it's not really much to glean, is it? With it being constructed and going out of space to a starbase Yorktown. So that got... What did that get? I guess maybe a five. Four and a half. Four and a half. Overview, Jamie. Okay, the next one on my list, which I put, was the um, was the B Excelsior class. Um, I'm gonna look through. Yeah, I just for me, I'm just not a fan of it. And that seems a bit like, well, why not? But. I don't know, just, I'm not particularly fond of kind of the saucer section at the front, the way it kind of, I don't know. For me... It's also my calendar, Jeremy, if it's any help. Oh, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. But I just wasn't keen on the design of it, really. I mean, like, colour-wise, I don't mind it. But, I don't know, I can't explain it, but to me, for me, out of all of the, out of the, I said, that just, didn't stand out. I know it seems a bit meh, but do you kind of get what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's soon for me. Is it? It's so, soon. Yeah. I don't want to say where or when or how. So, or, uh, I have reasonings as well, where I'm kind of, I kind of have moments where I'm hot and cold over it. Mm. I think. Is it because it's based on the Excelsior model? I think so. Is that where it's a bit irritating for you? Yeah. I think so. But I mean, it's not a bad ship overall, but I just, I don't know, just, I've always, always just felt the design of it just doesn't appeal to me. Is that the thing I've got for it? I think that might only be the... Is that the oh. only, is the only view you've got of it? Oh no, that's what I'm after. That's what I'm after. Oh, there, there we go. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, looking at that, I mean, I always felt like maybe the warp nacelle was a little bit too big compared to the saucer section. So I think it's like a bit of kind of proportionally out of alignment for me. You didn't like the additions then? Nah. What, the extra impulse engines or the... What about the bit on the deflector? What bit's that? The bit they blew off. You know, the... Nah. The flares? Nah. Nah, not really. I... Would you take a normal Excelsior over this then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I'm trying to skirt around it because I have quite a lot of similar issues with it. Mm. But I'll, I'll go You're into that detail. Yeah. Maybe so. I think it's... Yeah, it's... I know for a fact we'll upset someone by what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, there's... Yeah, this is, this is just our opinion, guys. I and mean, we know you might think it's, you know, where we've ranked our stuff, they might be thinking, what? Why would you put that there? But this is just personal preference. Oh, we must also point out, I think we've both struggled with this. Top was easy. Bottom was easy. Middle was actually the hardest part of it. 
yeah, I mean, I already mentioned to Simon, I won't say now, but one of them went lower down than I actually thought it would. I really, it really did. I thought it was going to be, originally I did put it a lot higher, but when I was looking through the different enterprises and just, and I thought to myself, well, actually, no, I think I actually prefer that. So. Okay, so I have another couple of joints. Um, So I will get all the Kelvin timelines out of the way. So the original Kelvin is next. The Starship is an interesting case as the design shouldn't work because it's completely the wrong mixture in my opinion. Uh, sizing issues aside, the basic construction constitution class is there with modern twists, homage twists as you call it. Possibly the cells are too large for the Starships they're attached to, which is why it isn't higher on my list. Um, Star Trek 2009 was the first Star Trek film I saw in cinema so there is a certain degree of nostalgia attached to it. So, yeah, there's a sizing chart in there somewhere. Which one? I think it's this one. And you look at the size of the thing and it's just too big. Yeah. For what it should be. It's just too big for what it is. Yeah, because I think for me, they said um, the other two um, Kelvin timeline ships are actually um, a bit higher up for me, but they're coming relatively soon, to be fair. Because it's 725 metres long. And even Enterprise E is 685. So that's just like, that's just bonkers. It's like, shouldn't be a thing, right? I, I don't know. It's just when I think you just. I say this in the which is why it is where it is. Um, and then in equal position is the Enterprise C, so the Ambassador class. Ah, interesting. And I think I have touched on this with Jamie probably a few months ago. Hmm. And as I said in my notes, it's so unremarkable, there's nothing to say about it. It's such a weak ship in Star Trek Bridge Commander that I barely use it. I use it as cannon fodder, which is like not high praise at all. So much so that like quite like to have seen the Andrew Prover concept um, design for it. Uh, it's too simple for its era. Where it is in such a, in this Enterprise lineage, having only one impulse, um, one shuttle bay really needs a source of shuttle bay. Which makes you wonder how how is how is it the best Starfleet design in this era? It was also a bit of trauma attached to it, because when I was younger, I was given the an Enterprise C AMT model kit, which I never finished. It's one of the a plastic bazaar collectors got accident got stamped on and broke. Um, so I've also a bit of trauma bad because it's like bad experiences with that model. And as I said, it's probably my least favorite Starship and Bridge Commander because it's just so weak. You look at the stats for it, and I think I looked it up with some of the statistics I've seen for it. And it's more akin to like the Constitution refit. And that's not a good sign, like Oh where is it? Where's that stats for you? So like Constitution Refit had two mark mark six photon speed launchers. And you look at the ambassador and it's got two mark seventy five photon speed launchers. Really? Like you <laughs> nothing more and the next episode she had four like 
How does that work? How do you go less? Yeah, that is because aren't they aren't aren't the aren't the types of the ships aren't they the same like heavy cruiser ambassador? What was the other one you said? They're all heavy cruisers. Yeah, they're all yeah. the same. They're all kind yeah. of expedition cruisers. They're all... So you think a ship that's later would have like more weapons? Like, and yeah. I know you're probably wondering what nurse appropriate concept. The one on the left, so much prettier. Was that what they originally thought of it? That was the probe concept. Yeah, but that's what they what we got. Yeah, I think the probe C is so much prettier, so much more interesting. Yeah, I could kind of say that. I said, yeah, I said for me the um, Enterprise C that's actually further up on the list, so I quite like it. <laughs> but we'll get to that later. Um, to do my next one. I gave them both oh, yeah. five out of ten. Not bad. So, um, the works one on my list, number twelve, is the the Yorktown F three fit Yorktown class. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I said I don't mind the saucer section. Um, I don't know what it is, but the feet, the warp themselves, not really a fan of. Um, yeah, I mean. I don't know, just I don't know, it just doesn't really stand out. Like the, there's no real colour to it, whereas I think the other one did have a bit more, didn't it? It's the what that's the original. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, just I know I'm probably not explaining myself very well. As I said, Simon's definitely been more analytical with this, but I don't know, just I have an interesting answer and response to the F's. Which I'll get to soonish. Okay. I have an interesting response, which I'm not trying to say too much because I think there's an awful lot of what you're saying is kind of what I think. But my I say I have an interesting response, which is kind of complicated, let's say. Sorry. But I put them the same. Yeah. They're kind of joint because I kind of. It, yeah, I say F's interesting. And then the Yorktown, that's a. What I will say is I agree with you on the cells. I hate the way the refit looks. Mm. I'm much more of a fan of the Odyssey's warp cells. The warp cells on the Odyssey so much more refined and mm. cleaner. Whereas I hate that bit on the the buzzer collectors and the refit. Yeah, it just think, doesn't work. Because where where is I said the original I said the the original F. I've actually put that higher up. I don't you know don't love it, but I I actually prefer it. What do you think of the inset um, impulse engines? What, on the refit? On the original. Uh, I prefer them. Yeah. I like them, yeah. I like them more. Did, what, did you find the big impulse engines a bit too imposing, a bit too in your face then? Yeah, yeah. I know, I don't think, I've not done very well with my analysis of this. No, but, but it's this isn't really an episode for you, and that's uh, why I'm here, to try and help kind of explain it. Because I... I with certain ships, when you're doing something like this, there's a certain talking point per ship, and it's trying to point them out and go, "Is this where the problem lies?" Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think when I go further up, the further up we go, the better. I think my analysis does get a bit better. But I think that's that's going to be true because obviously, if you if it's a ship you like, you're going to be able to kind of see more of what you really like about it. So yeah, for me, I put that uh, number. That's my number twelve. That is. So my number nine. Is actually something you've already spoken about. We're heading back to the B. Ah, 
refit. Yeah. So we can actually hit on an awful lot of what you said. Um, my Jamie can read this. My my I don't need reading out, but you read that it doesn't quite make sense because I've got them in the wrong order. Do you want me to read it out? For no, you? no, no, no. You go. Um, I have mixed feelings about the beat as I like some elements of it. So I actually like them. Um, in large impulse engines, I actually quite like that detail. Uh, where's that damn graphic gone? I like the beefy impulse engines. I think it gives it a bit of kind of grunt to it. Hmm. Actually evens out the impulse engines. It's always a bit kind of... It's a little bit mediocre. It's a little bit... Whereas with those two beefy impulse engines, it actually looks kind of... Kind of a bit imposing. Um, where have I got up to? And then... I kind of... Jury's out on deflective dish flares because sometimes I like them because again it adds a bit more character to the kind of plain and simple Excelsior but in other ways it's a bit like just there for a plot just to be destroyed just so that you can keep the structure and integrity of the ship intact for generations I must also point out Oh, yeah, oh, yes. Um, mainly because they've ruined the USS Excelsior student model, 30 Incident um, Enterprise B. Just don't have any emergency situation before Tuesday. <laughs> um, yeah, they ruined the Excelsior model doing it. Really? Which is the whole reason why we ended up the bloody Lakota. Hmm. Do you want to read out that bit of information, Jamie? Yeah. Um, in Generations, the exterior of the Enterprise B was a reuse of the USS Excelsior Studio model designed by Bill George through uh, Star Trek III Search for Spock. The, the miniature was given several modifications designed by John Eves and Herman Zimmerman, including an extra set of impulse engines on the saucer section, deflector dish flares on the sides of the engineering hull, new caps on the front of the water nacelles and fins on the back of the nacelles. The blue accents on the ship were repainted to a teal colour. The deflector flished... Uh, uh, the deflector dish flares were added for the specific purpose of damaging them during the Nexus escape sequence as a way to keep the Excelsior model beneath undamaged. The modifications were also uh, by a request of uh, producer Rick Berman who felt the Excelsior design had been overused in the previous motion pictures in the TV series. Uh, the B was also rendered as a CGI model for certain sequences within the Nexus. As it turned out, the glue used to attach the additional parts did in fact damage the original model, so the modifications were never removed. The physical model was later relabeled to become the, the USS Lakota in the DS9 fourth season episode, Paradise Lost. You don't do that to physical models. <laughs> it's kind of a. Oh. It's kind of like the. Um, I said, the. Uh, uh, Enter Darkness kind of thing. Let's just. Let's make it structurally weak so we can destroy it. Similar kind of thing with this. So that... Oh, really rubbed you out the wrong way. Yes. Yeah. So, what do you think of what I was... Agreed. I mean... Because the, the, the other issue I have with this, this whole thing is, right, surely with each starship that's built, um, with lineage, surely it should there should be improvements along the way. So whether it's the structural design of it, whether it's uh, the weapon it's used... Whatever it is, 
So surely, you know, you don't create something just to have an inherent design flaw of, oh yeah, we need to do it this way so it can get destroyed in this fashion. To my mind, it just ruins it. It ruins the immersion of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. So Evol- evolution of the starship design, which yeah, we go from point A to point B, and you kind of see the transition. Yeah. So yeah, I completely agree with what you said. What? What? Why that? Why? Why that really rubbed the other wrong way? <gasps> <side>. Yeah. <laughs> Because those models weren't cheap, no. and to do that to like probably one of the oldest they had is kind of inexcusable. Mm. And then to go, oh, oops, we've done that now. Okay, we'll run with the refit now. And yeah, I know they had CGI, but it's, that's kind of not the point. Mm. So yeah, that yeah that that bothers me. So I, that Enterprise B is an interesting one. Some days I love the flares, some days I, I don't like them. Uh, next one for you, Jamie. Um, next one for me is number 11. It's the uh, Kelvin Timeline um, 09. Uh, for me, obviously, I think it's... Let's have a look. Let's have a look here. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, like, the, the shuttle bay, I think that looks too big. Well, yeah, the ship overall's too big. Too big overall, just too big source and shuttle compared to uh, the Prime. Obviously, engineering well, you know. <laughs> the Bureau the whole. Yeah, it's I mean, I don't mind the interior of the ship. It looks nice enough, but I don't know. It just doesn't stand out. Just too big and bulky, really. Um. So yeah, for me, I think kind of what you were kind of saying. It's just just too big. I mean, you look. At, I mean, you look at the cells, and what's that bit there? The deflector. I mean, that just no. That's really with similar problem I had really with my next one, which is well, just just too big. What do you mean to do? Um, what's your next one? F's. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that be your number what? Eight. Eight. Right. So. This is where it gets complicated. I'll start off with the Odyssey class because that's where it started for it. What I find with the F is that what makes it unique, so the twin neck also makes it it's distracting, so a double-edged sword. As this is now very familiar from what you just literally just said, as I feel like Starship Zone is going backwards from the Sovereign class. It's got a cool captain shot, so the Aquarius class like cruiser, which is detachable from the back. Did you know that, Jamie? Probably uh, not. It's a ta- really? Is it? The ta- I, I didn't actually know that, no. No, I didn't. So, if you look there, that is actually a captain's yacht. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. I'm not sure whether others get a picture. Does every um, Enterprise ship have a captain's yacht? Mm. The D did, didn't it? D did, yeah. Yeah. E did. Yeah. F. So... That's a cool element to it. It also had a source separation. Like the D? Yeah. Mm. D did as well. Did it ever get used? Did you? Mm. No, I didn't think. Uh, where was I? Uh, I also love the Starship Online paint job, so the black and white colour scheme, as it gives it a bit of character not seeing all the Starships. Seeing mm. this list. Along with the recess impulse engines and buzzer collector round scoops. Um, and then it was actually designed by a fan, Adam... I H L E. For the Sasha Online competition back in 2012. 
Sorry, that's an interesting point for it. Similarly to the Enterprise B, I have mixed feelings over the F refit because I like some elements of it. So I actually quite like you the selfies. Yeah. I quite like that element of it. But as I said earlier, I hate the fronts of them. I love the front of the Odyssey class. So I would love like a blend. So an Odyssey in the cell, but with the fins shoved on the back of it from the Yorktown. Um, this, this is why it's complicated. And once again, I love the colour scheme. I love the black and white. Just a bit colourful. Something a bit different than the no. kind of standard. Eagle Moss did actually release a Starfleet colour scheme. And it was just a grey blob. But they also released the Starship Online version, so it came out this colour. Mm. And then later on they did actually release um, the Yorktown as well. Yeah. So it's a mixed bag for me. Because, my again, my whole problem with it is double necks. Mm. It's stupid from my point of view. I don't know why you'd go back. I don't know why you'd have... I, I don't like that hole in the middle. Because, for me, that's weaker. And as you say, you don't want a weaker ship. You don't no. want a design mm. problem. As I said, it's not. But it's not a bad design overall. It's not a bad design. Like, I get what they were going for, but I'd probably fill it in if it were me. Mm. I'd just have that as a solid hull, solid neck, because mm. you want that blend of the source section and the secondary hull, engineering hull. I wouldn't want it where you're having it like. On two spindly necks, and mm. never bodes well for any starship, let alone flagship. So yeah, that's why I've put that in eighth, and they got six and a half out of ten. Not bad. Uh, right, my next one is. Oh, sorry, you finished with what you were saying. Yeah. Okay, so my next one is uh, number ten, which is obviously the A Kelvin timeline beyond. Um, yeah, so it's probably it's probably probably my favourite of the three. Um, I quite like, like I said the saucer, but I think as you say the deflector and then the cells again a bit too, bit too big. I personally think, um, but I don't know for me out of the three, it's just the one that appealed to me the most. But and I quite like the interior of it, but it just no, I don't, I don't think really any of the Kelvin timeline ships really did it for us today overall. No. You know, it's part of the issue is the sizing issue. Yeah, I said the source of it. I don't actually mind, but well, the reason that is because it's the most classic. It's the most mm. um, prime timeline. But it's, I said it's the sort. It's the it's the deflector and the nacelles that kind of you needed to make them. A, you need to make them in more proportion to the saucer because it just sticks out like a sore thumb. So, yeah. Did I kind of cover a lot of bases then? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, what's your next one? Uh, this is where you might get upset with me, Jamie. NX. What number's that for you? Seven. Wow. Got to come in somewhere, Jamie. I am offended. I'm insulted. How dare... No, fair enough. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> so that's number seven for you, yeah? Yeah. I don't even actually write anything for her. I don't think I actually did. Well, I'm sure you could probably in your head list off what, what it was. Okay. 
I don't see it there. I don't think I wrote anything. I don't think you did. That bad then, was it? I didn't even write anything flipping for it. Then I spent so long concentrating on the refit than I did for the original. It's oh. got a look to it. It's it had to it, It's kinda of come midfield. Could have been worse. Um I don't know, I think it's just there's more iconic ships coming up. So it had to come somewhere. And as I established, again, this is midfield, which is the hardest thing to try and choose from. And we, we've been over this before, but there's a certain degree where it kind of didn't really hold up against anything else in, in its era. Mm. Which we spent quite a bit of time misunderstanding. Tin. and Biscuit tin. <laughs> so that kind of loses a few points. Um, It is very small. It is very wee. You look at it and it's just like... Mm. I do like it. It is very... It is very quite cool with all this prop buttons and things and... I love about it. I said, but I'm not... Obviously, mine, mine, mine is higher up on that list. <laughs> yeah. I've got a fair bit to say about the NXI one. Does I'm it... more excited about the refit than I am about the classic. Yeah. No, sorry, that's just fair enough. I mean, you had to put it somewhere and... I thought it would have been maybe a little bit higher up, but that's fair enough. It got 7 out of 10. Not bad. So 70%. Not bad at all. So. No. I, I don't, yeah. Oddly, that's one that slipped my mind. I, I Jamie sees. I did write quite a lot about yeah. all of them. Just that one fell through the whole way of reason. Um, my next one is number nine, which is, uh, well, what we kind of covered already. The F, the Odyssey class. So that's my number nine. Um, <clears throat> again, it's the top one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I said, don't mind the saucer section with a mixture of the kind of blacks. It makes it kind of stand out, I think. Um, I said, the water cells I've never been particularly keen on, as I said before. Well, they're different. Yeah. Yeah, still. <laughs> they're bad, but I don't know. Just... You'd have chosen something different, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's kind of what you kind of said about it already, really. Next one? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've just got, I just realised, well, where are you up to on your list? Seven. So that's your next one, yeah? No, I'm up to six. Again, I've got an awful lot of joints that I've covered, so I've covered quite a lot of bases from... Because you're going to be revealing your number one a lot sooner than mine, aren't you? You so, do another one then. Is, yeah? Is that all right? Then it's... Then it's... I've got another six. So you are, for the rest of it, it is one each. Well, how about I do... Then, we, then we're then we even then, aren't we? That makes sense? So do you mind yeah. if I do next next couple? <laughs> okay, Um. right. Uh, the number eight, uh, I didn't think this was going to come here, but uh, um, is the... Constitution class. Ooh. So the original Connie, number eight. We might have issues. Yes, I, I do realise... Get I, out your pitchforks. Yeah, I do realise... Uh, I mean, there's, there's nothing for me, there's nothing... I think it's a similar thing with the NXO one in a way, for you. There's nothing inherently wrong with it, but there were just other ones that I personally preferred in terms of its design. Um, You know... I had a conversation with my godfather years ago, which kind of ultimately changed my opinion on the 
Carney, but I will get on later on the whole yeah. reason why it's higher up mine. I'm not going to tell you where, but it's higher up and yeah. it will make up for Jamie's misconstruction. Yeah, I mean, you know, I said, don't mind. It doesn't have any heart for you, I think. The exterior, no. The interior, I've always liked. I love the interior with all the different bright colours and buttons on the display. The interior of it, I think, is fantastic. I cannot dispute that. It's just, for me, compared to some of the other ones, the, the exterior of it, I said design on the outside, it just doesn't... There's no nostalgia. I think that's it, isn't it? I think for you, it's kind of yeah. defiant, the yeah. it's just possibly E. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it comes down to pretty much that. So there's nothing really inherently wrong with it. It's just other ones that I do personally prefer. So it's nothing against it at all. But, you know, as you say, you got I had to put it somewhere. So it's kind of middle-ish off the pack, which is not bad going. I, so, I will make up for it. You'll make Simon will make up. Sorry, guys, if you're listening. I know Rick, Rick's going, why have you put it so low down? <laughs> Sorry, Rick. Um, number seven, uh, I've actually put... I actually quite really like quite a design this. I mean, like, what you were saying about the kind of the weaponry thing does make sense, but you don't even need to... Yeah, I'll put um, the Ambassador class, Enterprise C. I'm intrigued. Well, I, I just quite like, I just think it's a really quite nice design. I think it looks, in, I think for me at least, I know you're, <laughs> you're going to, you're shaking your head already going, what? I think it, I just think it, you know, I think the, the cells and the saucer, I think is quite in proportion with each other. It is, but there's nothing interesting about it. Mm, I know, I know what you're saying. Know it what needs the secondary um, shuttle bay on the saucer. Yeah. Again, uh, bridge commander, it gets destroyed too easily. Yeah, but I, 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 me personally, it just came down to design. I really like the design of the ship. Maybe structurally, I, I know it's a nice blend between the B and the and the D. Yeah, I think that's what appealed to me as well. So that was my that's my because I know seven. it's got elements of both because it's obviously got the same thing on the neck that it has on the B. Mm. And then it's kind of got a similar sort of shape to what the D becomes. Mm. Obviously, with the shots about the back, whereas the D's got... The yeah, so I think in the evolution bay. of the Starship, I think it makes a lot of sense. I mean, yes, okay, maybe, as you I say... I just think it's a bit underpowered for the era it's set in. Agreed. And the whole reason why it came into so much problems when it got to Narendra 3. Yeah, agreed. But I still really, really like the design of it, so that's why that's that's you, number. You just seven. don't have the trauma I have with it. That as well, yeah. So that, for me, was number seven. I think we're all caught up with that. So, what's your number six, mister? <laughs> Surprisingly, in this where may everyone will be sitting there going, really? It's that low? I'm intrigued now. The D. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we really are alike, aren't we? What are you saying? Yeah, number six is the D. Yeah, Galaxy class, yeah. I love the D, but it's a cruise liner at heart, which means that it has a slow, uh, slow turner, slow starship and bridge commander, and starship online. So much so that it couldn't defend itself against three Klingon birds of prey, which live in sending as its Federation um, flagship. Wish we would be able to see, have seen Clipso, so the captain's yacht in action. Class means a lot to me, as I've played many hours being the captain of the USS Dauntless in bridge commander, and uh, watched many hours of Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, seeing Enterprise D go on missions, so it has and holds an awful lot of memories and the savage attached to it. Mm. It, it, 
It's a classic. Oh I, yeah, I mean, I me I said, put it. I wish it could be higher, but it's what you, when you can't you can't get around the cruise line or element of it. Yeah, that it is the slowest thing ever created. Well, it's a lovely design of the saucer section. Um, I said nice interior. I said that that really cool ability to separate the saucer, which I love as well. But. Again, I think it's just the same reason. It? It's just too slow going around. I mean, and they've they've called it in um, Picard season three the fat one. <laughs> yeah, because obviously the time we're recording this, season three, episode one of Picard is aired. I still need to watch it because I, I knew it was coming out this month. But I just didn't know when it was. So yeah, I need to watch it. So the D got seven and a half out of ten. Not bad. I like the fact when I say, well, that's great. I love that. Um, what's number five. Um, do you want to read this you one? Go. You sure? Right, so my one is the uh, 71A refit of the Constitution. We're talking this thing, aren't we? Uh, yeah, from the motion picture. That one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is just a thing of beauty. I mean... Gorgeous. You might notice my list that I've tried to avoid pitchforks as much as I can, or yeah. the majority of the pitchforks. Well, is there going to be a pitchforks out for me on this one? Some people may sit with the original Connie, maybe going, why isn't it higher? <laughs> maybe. Gorgeous refit design for the motion picture. The exterior, especially how the walk themselves are placed, is a thing of beauty. I mean, I just, it looks just, it just looks right for me. Mm. You know, just everything. Again, I know, but, but it just looks proportionate. Again, not. I like the Kelvin Tarnum where you had like the, the deflector dish and the water cells look massive compared to the saucer section. That looks a design scale. That looks much more Works accurate. Works what the original Connie was. Yeah. To, what it, it makes a sensible, coherent refit mm. for what it should be and what it won. Yeah. And the era that it was in. Yeah. Again, I'd try not to say to, I didn't actually write much for this one, but yeah. what so, you're saying is kind of akin to what I will say. Yeah, so for me, that one really, really stood out, which is why that's at number five for me. That was just instantly spoke to me. I mean, you know, it helps as well. You get all all those lovely angles as well from the actual film. As well. You can see it from every angle. I mean, you get a really good look at it. Oh, yes, this also might be worth mentioning. A element you didn't know existed. It could sort of separate. It could sort of separate as well, my God. Um, yes, this is an odd point where I think the original con in this one couldn't reattach. That's the only downside where it actually, oddly, it would have to have a star base to reattach it, but it would be somewhere where it wouldn't be near a star base to redo it. So it's a bit yeah. weird. But it could sort of separate. But do you, do you get why I put that there? Yeah, I'll more on that later, but yes. So uh, what's your number five? The best image for it, the Connie, the, no. no, Disco Price. Oh, Disco Price. Mm. Oh, number five. Okay. So what I said for this one is, if I can find it, oh, I love the Disco Price, bringing the original Connie Constitution class into the twenty first century. Anywhere that John Neves could seamlessly blending elements of the original and refit. Strange to kind of get into what you're saying, although I do have a couple of problems with it. <laughs> Oh, so familiar. Most noticeably, the subject discovery sizing issues. As is to put it money, it breaks canon, which is why it isn't high on my list. Oh, let's look at this abomination where you sit there and go, "What in God's name is that size?" 
I'm intrigued now, actually. Cause it's... <sighs> right, what, what are we looking at here? Okay, so that's it. 385 metres. That's the original Connie, yeah? No, that's the disco, disco price. price. Right, okay. The original Connie only was 289. Yeah, go and fig. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that shouldn't be bigger. Yeah, that's fair enough. That, that's, that's fair enough, sorry. Because you've got to remember in mind, the disco price is canon. Yeah. It's canon. So how do we go from a ship that's 385 metres and somehow gets put in the wash and somehow gets pushed down to 289? I love the analogy. I love the analogy. No, no, sorry. I, I'll completely, I didn't actually know that, so I completely understand. Yeah. But you. But otherwise, you really Design-wise, like yeah, I love it. I've, I've got one. I think you borrowed it briefly. But I, I own it. It's a beautiful design. Ooh. But... The sizing issues is where the problems lie. But that's a whole can of fish because, again, that's discovery sizing issues, similar to what I was saying about the Kelvin timeline issues. I will, I will say is that I think my, one of my points was discovery, oddly, isn't as bad as the Kelvin timeline. Hmm. The Kelvin timeline is just ludicrous. So we'll go back that. to it. So... Alternate was seven two five. Yeah. So when you get when you compare it to that and you compare it to where's that other one? Where's that list gone? No. That one. Three eight five actually isn't that bad. It's not oversized. It's it's a bit it's, it's bigger than it should be, but it's not but too it's hundred is still far better than being ooh. Four five hundred. Yes. No? So that got eight. Okay, well, anything more you want to say on that? No. Uh, my number four is the Disco Prize. So, so uh, pretty much what you said, beautifully merging design of the Connie with a more modern form of feel, both in interior and exterior. Gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous design of both, personally. Um, yeah, I mean, not much really more to say. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of stole more your No, it's fine. Going. Top three! No four. Oh yeah, what's your sorry? <laughs> sorry, what's your fourth side? Jump in the head there, jump in the gun. Constitution refit. So a refit design for the big screen, which takes the best elements of the original and improves upon it with an art deco twist. I think that the sweeping shots you see in the films really make the Constitution yeah. refit such an iconic ship. And I really should have dug my book out, but I forgot. We met Paul Olson, lead painter of the refit Enterprise Studio model. At Trekmate podcast events, Trek on back in 2017, and he signed it, signed the Star Trek Creating Enterprise book for me. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. So that's always an interesting tidbit with that is that they um, the in motion picture they had problems CGI um not CGI um model green screening it blue screening it yeah. because the painting on it screwed so much screwed it up so much that they would lose parts of the ship so they actually had to repaint it oh really so it wouldn't no. blend with the yeah. I, I think for me as well that is high on the list because you said you get you get those, all those shots those sweeping shots from different angles which really makes you gives you a good look at the ship and really makes you yeah, appreciate it even more there are some beautiful shots in the films yeah there are some beautiful shots I know, I know Phil has made the fun of motion picture let's go around the Enterprise let's go around yeah I know 
but some of those shots where it's just like, you know, you always remember it. It's just a classic, and it's a, again, it's an Art Deco twist to it that just kind of. What are you talking there about? There isn't really a detail we, wrong with it. No, I said it, I, that's why. That's why I put it as you, yours was number four, wasn't it? I mean, mine was uh, number five, so we're pretty close. I mean, that's why it's so high on my list because it's such a beautiful design. So I completely, completely understand and agree why you've put it there, sir. Are you kind of glad I've gone into this much depth? It's kind of covered you quite. Yeah, you have saved my bacon a bit, I must admit. Uh, bronze, third place, Jerry. Might be a surprise, probably not. I mean, the reason this is not hard up is probably partly mainly due to nostalgia. Due to nostalgia. But I, so for me, in third place is the NCC 1701 Enterprise E Sovereign Class. You do surprise me. Really? The way we were talking, I thought we were going to go the same way, Jeremy. We're still pretty close. Um, I'm assuming yours is probably... Um, I bet yours is probably the top then. Um, oh, beautiful. Yeah, oh, I mean this. Absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful, sleek design of ex exterior. Gorgeous, comfy interior. It just, oh, it just makes it probably, as I said, one of my favourite ones. And it's just... I mean, impressive array of ornaments. I mean, there's nothing wrong with this ship. It's absolutely beautiful. Sleek, elegant, and... Is that what you've done? What? I've figured out what you've got left. Is that what you've done? No. No, I don't... That's a problem, but I'm just going, have you seriously done... <laughs> yeah. Okay, interesting. No, interesting just... Choice. Yeah. Based on what, what we've got left... Well, yeah, you know obviously what the top two are going to be. That's what I mean. I didn't want to. The first, the, I said for me, the first two, particularly the top one, is mainly more for nostalgic purposes more than anything else. Oh god, oh. in a way. Okay. Yeah. But what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Look, it... I suppose you have got about four models of them now. Is it any really any surprise that those, that those other ones are my top ones? But I do love the Enterprise. I do absolutely love it. And you know, if it wasn't for the, it probably would have been top. But it's still number three. Is still pretty good. You seem very surprised. <laughs> What's your number three then, Sai? This is where we might kind of go over. Um, it's this thing, and it's class refit. Columbia class. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. SS Enterprise and it's refit. A refit that really shouldn't work. You look at the structure of it, and as I put in my notes, wrong mixture, two warp nacelles, struts heavy. Because you look at this stats and the side profile, and it's just like, whoa, like, could you, could you go more over the top? But that works for the, when it is. Um... As Doug Trex puts it, shows the progress and development Starfleet has made since it was launched, bringing them a step closer to development of the original Connie. The SS Enterprise livery, which echoes the livery which would end up on the original Connie. So, oh, I should lift that up. So, if you look on it, livery syncs yeah. up with it. Mm. It's just a cool ship, and I would love to see it canonise because we never it never got to that point where we can actually see it on the screen 
it's it's one that's grown on me over the years and it's such a cool thing and such an improvement over the original nx you love you i said you really love the refit don't you and i think and again we now and it's now officially part of canon now isn't it well they did show the refit on picard's desk yeah. as a child so it technically is but i'd want to see it possibly in the fleet museum i doubt we will but yeah. i'd like to well, well i would love to have seen it if we had a season five well, enterprise but yeah there's still a chance we could see it in um, Stranger Worlds, possibly. Because didn't Doug Drexler say if they'd done a season five Enterprise, we would have got the NX refit? That was just, yeah, yeah. Fine, I think. Oh, amazing. So that's your number three, yeah? Yes. My number two. Oh, I gave it nine out of ten, sorry. Yeah. My number do. two is the SS Enterprise NX01 refit, Columbia class. So the same. same. Again, it's it's. It's kind of the same reasons as, as Simon kind of just said. It's beautiful, just a lovely refit design to combine the design of the NX and what the Connie class would look like. It's just a natural progression of what it would look like. So, you again, so you took the words right out of my mouth. Just beautifully designed. Again, it looks close to the original Connie, that mixture. Again. It could separate. In an emergency, it could separate. What, the refit? Yeah, because it still had its original warp core. Is that so? Is that the first Enterprise that could actually do that, or would have been had the abilities to, to separate? Because I think the NX01 itself had that ability, did it? No. no. So it could jettison its secondary hull hmm. and run under its warp five engine because there was a warp seven in the secondary hull. But in an emergency, it could revert back to its warp five. Although, granted, I think there'd be a few holes in the. So if we'd seen, if we'd had a season five, do you reckon we would have actually seen the ship go faster? Maybe, do you think? Maybe like an emergency. We would have gone warp seven. Mm. Yeah, because the Vulcans, they had warp seven, didn't they, at the time? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. So what's your number two, mister? What's in silver? What's in second place? The original Connie. Wow. Yeah, no, God. <laughs> Mine's like number eight. <laughs> On. The original Connie, so iconic, I had to play second, as without it, we wouldn't have got any of the other ones mentioned on this list. So it's precursor to everything else on this list. Yeah. So again, something that my godfather Mike told me years ago, and I kind of has have always remembered it. Because mm. if we didn't have original series, we wouldn't have had Next Gen, we wouldn't have had Deep Space Nine, we'd have Voyage, we wouldn't have anything else. Yeah. So you have got to give it an awful lot of credit. Yeah, it's fair enough. The other important things is heavens. The pseudo model is on display in the Boeing Milestones of Flight Hall at the Smithsonian National Air and Space Museum in Washington D.C. It's on display in a museum for Pete's sake. Like, Which can I you say... say that for any other models? No. I take it you've seen it. No, I've never, never been to America, but I'd love to. Mm. It's you can go and see it. It's recently just been restored. It's such a classic. It's such a Sure, in when you compare it to some of the other ships on the list, you know, sure it's not as powerful as the other ones, but compared with what we've got from it, mm. real science and whatever else, six years of a franchise from it, you can't really argue with it. I just had to put it a second. That's fair enough. Because without it, we would not have had the other fifteen mentioned on this list. 
So, again, that's partly why I think there's going to be a lot, quite a few pitchforks out there because there is kind of. Because I know neither of us grew up with it, but I think. Yeah, I mean, it's you know. It's quite a cool thing for it. You know, the fact that Matt Jeffries blended UFO and rocket ships together and came up with that original concept. Mm. I think that would have been. I think that's amazing. I think it's quite a cool thing. And it's, it's just my opinion. That's why it's low on this. It's just my opinion. You know, it doesn't mean that I'm right. So. Yeah. I don't hate the Connie. I don't hate the Connie at all. They're just other Enterprise ships. That I just personally prefer. So. Yeah. Uh, number one. So no surprises to anyone listening, but obviously my top one is the NX-01 Enterprise. So obviously my favourite ship, obviously beautiful exterior, uh, wonderfully designed, uh, which is perfect for that era. Obviously the interior as well with its sub-military decor is close to what we know. It just and yes, I know. Obviously, you got lack of. And you've got the crap. I know you got obviously. There's no shields. I know it's just whole plating. I know actually no weapons at all. But for me, it just makes it the more impressive that they're able to get out of these situations that they ended up in. They're like the underdogs pretty much all the time, and the fact that they managed to. There's a certain degree of plot armor with that, though. Mm, true, but <laughs> it said for me, it's just it's also just purely nostalgic as well. I think what James danced around the question is out of all the options here, it's from his favourite series, so it had to be up yeah, top. It had to be. If it's the one if, if it a... was um hero ships, it I no doubt it might have been something else. Possibly. Mm. As I said, it's the one ship I always talk about and I love. So it's gotta go at the top for me. It's just so but yeah. So for me NXO one. But I don't think that's a surprise to anyone really listening. I, don't think I thought was... you were going to go the same route as I had. Oh, oh yeah, yours is. We might still in the top three. <laughs> it's still in the top three. It was always I. It was always going to be high up there. But for me, it was just the NX one. It's just it was just nostalgia for me. And so I just everything of that. It just everything on that ship works for me. The design, the exterior, interiorly as well. It's just a beautiful ship. Yes, as you say. It, it, it didn't have much in terms of armaments and all that kind of stuff, but I just, for me, that just makes it all the more impressive. The fact that it said, yes, okay, there might be a certain degree of plot armor, as you just mentioned, but the fact they're able to get out of these situations, you know, so that's 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 my list. Yeah. yeah. So your number one is? If you hadn't guessed it already, is Enterprise A. Yep. Enterprise E has everything going for it. Is it looks fast, very moves, which is one of my main criteria. It doesn't suffer from the same problems as some of the other ones do. So the weak neck. It's also arm, arms the teeth by the time you oh, get yeah. to the refit and Nemesis. And as I've said before, the class means a lot to me as I've played many hours being the captain's USS Sovereign in such a British commander. So much so that when we did our dream crew back in 2015, it was the starship I chose to command. Mm. I... I can't find a single thing wrong with it. I never have done it. And I mean, if I remember when you when you first got me back in, when you first got me into Star Trek, uh, first contact because that was where you saw the eight. Didn't I gasp and awe how nice it looked? Did I said that looked gorgeous. Um, I didn't have it in my notes. 
it also has my favourite shuttle as well. Yeah. Uh, Type 11. Bulldoze keeping track. Do you, you know the one I mean? Yeah. I don't know what you mean. I've gone about it long enough, don't I? Yeah. It's, I just couldn't... Uh, I must also point out, to the side of me, I have on display the um, Art Asylum original NX01, actually from the time, so that came out 2001. I have the Nemesis NX Enterprise E, and I have the Refit Aye. Connie. And then I have uh, the D Corgi uh, model. So I'm just standing up so I can get a better look. And I have a very small, yes, dusty as ever. Very dusty, that's right. They do make sounds as well. Do they? Yeah. Well, I'm not going to attempt to turn on a button because I'll probably end up breaking it, so I'll let you. It's on the, if you hold down the fridge. That bit? You hold that down for like seven seconds. And we did. We do. I can't see it. Maybe. <laughs> and obviously I see that and it's running out of batteries, I think. Probably. Anyway, but, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I mean... It's just... I've Good. always loved it. And then obviously I do have some of the cutaways on there and I've got the Enterprise E from First Contact and I've got a D cutaway. Hmm. So it couldn't be anything else for me. I saw that and fell in love with it because it's it's so much more streamlined than the D ever was. Yeah, agreed. I think so much more con- con- um, compact, concise, and concise, yeah. and didn't have families on it, so it wasn't a cruise liner. It was actually a ship. And then as I love to. What the cells? I think the cells are pretty, and the impulse engines are great for what, what the ship is. There isn't a single detail change for it. And you want one that is well armed, and well, that one definitely was. As you said, I, I think it's sad to say a lot of fans don't have any. I think there's probably very few people that have any issues with the E. I think it's it probably is the most one of the most favourite ones. So now I completely understand why you put it at the top side. I said, if it weren't for me for the whole nostalgic film with the NX ship, that probably would have been top. But hey, I still include it in the top three, so. Um, but yeah, I. What's your thoughts on my list? Yeah, I pretty much agree with it. So, I mean, there's a couple there that I think we, we differ on a, a couple of a few bits, but I think our list is pretty similar. Um, I would go and check out the original Space Dot video. I think you watched it. Yeah, and quite enjoyed it. Really good. I'd highly recommend it. So um, we'll put that in the blurb because yeah, that's, that's what inspired blurb. it. I wanted to. Uh, I'm hoping, based on what we've done with this one, I'm hoping we might do a two part hero ship because that will go on for a lot longer because there's a lot to get through. Hmm. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed doing this one. Same. I said, even though I said maybe my research wasn't as uh, thorough as Simon's <laughs> no, or never, analytical. Never going to be. But no, but I, no, I did enjoy it. And I thank you for your help, so with, with some of them. I really appreciate it. And, yeah, I had a blast. It was really fun. I mean, I think we you were probably surprised by a couple of mine, but do you think it was pretty much what you thought it would be for the most part? Yeah. There's a realisation that, oh, crap, I've got the, my theory wrong. <laughs> and we both knew about the J. We spoke, we spoke about that in the sleeve, just kind of, yeah, just... Ugh. That's kind of bomb. Um, 
I said, Into Darkness, we pretty much were in sync with. Then, obviously, even the Galaxy class, I said, that went in the same place. Yeah, I wish that was higher, but it just had to go where it is. Yeah. I mean, we were definitely different with the Connie and the NX. So, I have to say, that was a big difference. But yeah, I know you guys who probably get a crucify me for putting the Connie so low, but they're just other ones that I personally prefer. But, you know, Simon bringing up the valid point of without that one, you wouldn't have it, all the rest of them. So, you know. You can't please everyone, but as I said, that's just my opinion. You know, it's just what I feel like, and that's that's just the way it goes. So, you're right. We Simon's looking. One thousand four hundred forty-five words. That's how much Simon prepared for this. Mm. I got two pages on a on a A4, which probably wouldn't equal more than maybe a few hundred words. <laughs> but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Same. So, what what would you rank um, the E then? Would it be a ten? It is, yeah. Yeah, ten out of ten. Yeah, because the original Connie got a nine and a half. Was well, said, yeah. So yeah, I, I say I wouldn't change anything. And obviously, if you've got a ship where you wouldn't change anything, we've got to give it a top ranking out of ten, isn't it? Got to be a ten, isn't it? <laughs> but for me, it was kind of bridge commander came in there because it's a whole commanding the sovereign, having an awful lot of fun flying that around. Yeah, obviously I've played a bit of bridge commander because you get that what, episode three. Yeah, and around that, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's said so. And you, you know, in that it's far better armed than the the uh, Dauntless oh, and the Galaxy because you really struggle with the Dauntless. Like shielding, but at least with E, with the sovereign, it has restorative shielding, so you can have you can last an awful lot longer in a firefight. Mm. So yeah, it's nostalgia came into it, but I was I, always going to go for it. I think my, I think my pretty much every fan would agree where you've put it. So I said I know uh, mine. No, oddly, you do find people that love the ones that we hate. It's, that's right. start. That's Star Trek, yeah. It's fandom for you. Yeah. I've seen comments on, I think it was the Egomos group last night, and it was a guy going, yeah, look, I've got the Enterprise J, my favourite Enterprise, and I'm going, yeah, for you maybe, but for me it definitely isn't, but I'm happy for you, good for you, but you can keep it. <laughs> no, as I said, no, there are going to be some that, so that's just what we think, so is there anything more we want to say? No, thank you for indulging me. Yeah, well, happy birthday, so happy to. And, uh, yeah. I think, yeah, I think this is something we may do a bit more, because I think in nine years is the first time we've actually ranked something, so we may dip into this every now and then, because I think we're looking into doing maybe other things. I want to do hero ships eventually. We'll, we'll leave that while. We talked about maybe, like, uh, like ranking our favourite, like maybe like weapons and stuff like phasers or whatever, maybe something like that. We, we don't know. It's still like just early discussion, but I'm sure we'll do another list. But um, I really want to do the Enterprise because I thought it was interesting. Like, as I say, there's 15 in there. 14 you can kind of take seriously. I know the F Yorktown variant you can kind of take with a pinch of salt, but you might as well include it. Yeah. So, I think it's an interesting thing to try and compare and contrast between the two because there are differences between them. And I think there's enough differences there for you to be able to include it as a separate one, as an extra, as I said, another enterprise. So yeah. I, know, I know it's an awful lot to listen to, but actually I think we've done quite well for an hour and 15 odd. Hmm. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I am quite surprised by some of Jamie's choices and 
bit sad with others. But if he hadn't put it, put them differently, we would end up with the same list, and that's no fun. No. So yeah, um, that's my birthday done for another year, and I'll have to get back to square one trying to find something for next year. I yeah. do want to do Doomsday one year. Yes. That'd be fun. That would. Uh, should we say what our next episode's going to be? Yeah. Uh, and our next episode is going to be all about the Orville, the sci fi sci fi TV series with Seth MacFarlane, the Orville. Yeah, we've been rewatching that recently. Yeah. So we'll have a. We have thoughts. We, we have, have thoughts. thoughts. Well, we both have thoughts. Well, I'd like to think we both have thoughts, otherwise, it'll just be you talking and me just sitting there. But do check out space.video, which we'll yeah. link in the description below because i think that's well worth a watch because it did inspire my one um and it did help me actually with, with my list as well actually i would like to say as well it was a really really good video did i give you plenty of research he did i did try and give you enough yeah you're fine because it is a bit of a kind of rabbit hole mm. thank you sorry the ships for ages like, <laughs> oh my god like that's good but yeah so we'll we'll we hope you guys enjoyed Simon's Starship's Ranking Enterprise's birthday episode. And we'll be back next month for the next one, which will be all about the Orville. Orville and then Marvel What If. Yeah. Which happens. Which happens, yes. <laughs> I have a Marvel Disney Plus show. Yay. <laughs> Until then, take care, guys. Bye-bye.